0: going to ask how your sh-
1: you were you were going to ask me what
0: um how your show was last night but i figured you'd say it here uh, yeah but it's on the agenda um, okay hi ryan how are you i'm not,
1: I'm not having the best day i'm not going to lie to you <laughs> oh why mainly cuz of work cuz it you know it's so lovely out and yeah i had a great night last night seeing louis capaldi in boston you know that i went into the big city but yeah, I just like I'm stressed because of work and people are annoying me because I don't like people. But that's OK. I was thinking because it's so nice out, we should do like a drunk pod live from not live, but recorded in your backyard sometime, maybe like when we do our next movie pod or something, we'll have cocktails on the
0: table in the back and, or on the deck and record. We can even project it and watch it on the big screen in the backyard whoa Would we tra- we'd have to charge for people to a patreon
1: for that to watch wa- i'm getting to watch us watch a movie <laughs> comments on it throughout you know it's funny i was just I listening bet. to um tony hawk has a podcast i guess with a friend of his and it's called hawk versus wolf and this is the only mention they'll get but blake anderson from workaholics was on it so i was listening <laughs> to it today and they were
0: i'm sorry to you know d- <laughs> to to be rude to you i don't know what word i want to use but you could talk about workaholics whenever you want you say workaholics you say it in a funny accent
1: and i'll never forget now um but the two tony hawk and his friend were saying how they like never really and blake was saying about the guys they didn't really call each other or text each other anymore they'll be like oh save it for the pod and that's like when they catch up and i was like we still call and text each other
0: between pods i would say if anything like if i've like what am i gonna talk about this week i just go back through what we've talked about in text and instagram mentions yeah it was
1: like today feels like a light week but whenever i say that we end up just like bullshitting so you know it's fine oh i wanted to start up this podcast if he's listening saying happy birthday uncle timmy um we're recording this tuesday april 11th and today yes is happy birthday, birthday. Uncle timmy. so aunt janet you might listen and not uncle tim but Happy birthday, Uncle Tim! I still—I'll have to call him, but I'm going to do it in a little bit. Same, um, I was waiting till my child got home. I can't believe it's already April 11th. I'm supposed to run a marathon May it. 20th, and I don't know if I can do it. My hips if really all this hurt. fails. you the- Where's his pain? It's his hips. It's in his hips. Okay, so I can start with Lewis if you want, but then we're going to be on, on for an hour.
0: No, we're not going to be out for an hour, but please tell me about your night last night. Okay, so
1: and see Lewis Capaldi, and it was funny, so it's- um, the
0: story- Tell the listeners who Lewis Capaldi is, because I don't think he's as known.
1: Lewis Capaldi was born October 7th, 1996, in Scotland, uh, right outside of Glasgow. Um, He is a singer-songwriter, most known for his hit number one single, Someone You Loved. It was like the song of 2019 in the UK. It was like the highest I think Grossing and on number one. And then it came over to America and did very well here. Um, His like kind of next most popular single is called Before You Go. You'll have heard these songs if you're ever like in a dentist office or if you ever listen to like Mix 104.1 or PLJ, the New York and Boston respective radio stations that play like, I don't know, mom music and all types of music. But yeah, so he's a singer songwriter from Scotland. I fell in love with him. I threw Niall Horan, who I also love, who was in One Direction. And I definitely appreciate him more for like his sense of humor. But I do like his music. But so many of his songs are so sad and about like being alone and breakups. And like there's the, the they're like kind of slow, which isn't usually my vibe. But his song Grace is my favorite of his songs. Go listen to one if you want to check him out. Um, but yeah, I saw him last night and I realized I have not seen him live since 2019 right after a friend of ours wedding. And at said wedding, I hooked up with her brother. And I remember when I saw <laughs> Lewis, we were texting during the show, still, like me and her brother. So that just takes you back in time to when how long it's been since I saw Louis Cavaldi.
0: What a weekend,
1: four years of marriage for that that fine couple that uh, whose wedding we were at. Yes. um but yeah, what he, I mean, he looks great. I love him. And he's definitely. He's only 27, which is so funny to me. Like he's, you know, and already has all this like fame and success. Also, as I was going into the venue, it's all mostly young women going into the show. And the guy who was like checking my ID to give me a wristband was like, who is this? Lewis Capaldi? I got to get me a ticket. Look at all these girls. And I was like, I wish this guy knew what Lewis Capaldi looked like because he's like (laughs) average height, but overweight dude. And he's definitely gained weight in the last few months and but I kind of love that about him I'm like he's just like a normal guy up there singing he's just a really good songwriter and he has a good singing voice you know but I just love him so much um so it's great you know he played all the hits I went by myself made made some friends in the crowd I was killing them with the jokes <laughs> besides <laughs> Lewis Capaldi I was the best singer there
0: obviously <laughs> these ladies you met were they your age range local nope. to Boston
1: so not all ladies. And I didn't really meet them so much as like throughout the show, we'd like comment stuff. But there's this one girl next to me who's probably younger than me who was like kind of annoying me because she was like singing every song like, you know, like I know all the words, dancing with her friends. And I'm like, I know all the words, but I don't want to like shove it in your face. And then I think her mom was with her and her mom had watched his documentary re- recently and was asking the girl questions like throughout. And then before he played Before You Go, which is a song he wrote about his aunt who killed herself when he was younger. Ugh. He started talking about it and was like, you know, this song's from my Aunt Pat. And he was joking. He's like, thank God she died because it made me a lot of money. Like, (laughs) we like made it a joke. But obviously, it's like a very serious subject. And this girl's number one fan was like, oh, so I don't know, mom, if this one's going to be someone you loved before you go. I was like, it's before you go. Someone you loved is about his dead grandmother. Come on. Get it, girl. And she was like, oh, you're right. You're right. But You know, and then behind me, there was this girl with, I think her boyfriend was Irish and they were talking about that and they were really nice and they were like my homies. And I wanted to be like, do you have Irish friends that (laughs) I can meet and hang out with? But I went in the, for the last song, I went and peed and like bought a sweatshirt and a t-shirt and stuff. So I left, I left my group uh, during Someone You Loved because I don't really like that song, TBH. And I was trying to beat the foot traffic, you know, because I'm an old lady now. (laughs) I'm like, now I'm like, let me beat traffic. Got a spot on Jersey street. No problem.
0: Parallel oh you parked drove in it. good for you.
1: No meters or tickets or anything. You can't park there on game days, but it was not a game day. Um and one thing I wanted to mention, I watched louis Capaldi's Netflix documentary recently. Um and in it he talks about he was diagnosed with Tourette's I think in the last year or so and he talked about it at the show last night and he said like kind of towards the end he's like you may have noticed like my kind of ticks throughout the night and he, d- he would cough a lot, but just like one cough, like off to the side. And in my head, I was wondering, I'm like, is that like a tick or is he sick?
0: If he didn't say that during his documentary, would you have noticed it last night?
1: Well, I knew it before the documentary because he's talked about it in interviews and right, I listened right. to interviews about
0: him. But do you mean if but he hadn't, a- if you didn't know that he um, was diagnosed with Tourette's, Would you have noticed it last night?
1: I guess. Yeah, I guess you would notice he like consistently twitches certain. He has different tics, they're called. So he like always like lifts his shoulder up like over and over. And he kept like he'd say something and then he would cough. He'd say something and he'd rub his nose. Like, but like I do that, you know, not to that extent where it's like not to that extent. No, but like I have, you know, things I do or I can't stand still or whatever. So I think I would notice it, but uh, I don't think I would have been like clocking it as much, I guess I would say. Um, But yeah, he makes a joke about that throughout the show. He's like, so I'm not on cocaine, even though I keep rubbing my nose up here. Like, I do have Tourette's and I have what are called tics. He's like, I'm not sick. This cough is just like another one of the tics. It was really fun during COVID. Um, And then he made a joke because he had just played a song on the piano. He goes, I'm not even really playing this piano. I don't even know how to play. And then he was like, see, hit it. And someone started playing backstage like a Beethoven song and he wasn't sitting at the camera, the piano. So it seemed like it was just playing. And then later on, he was playing the piano and the girl and her Irish boyfriend next to me were talking about if they thought he was actually playing or not. I was like, he is actually playing. He knows how to play the piano. It was a, a joke, I think, just to temper, like, you know, the Tourette's talk. And they're like, well, why would he say he didn't know He didn't know how to play it? I was like, because he's talking about all his tics and stuff. And I think then he's just like, I'm joke. I'm sure everyone around me was like, please mansplain Louis Cavalty to us, Ryan. But um, anyway. So he did talk about it. But I would say my biggest takeaway from the documentary is one, he has such good parents and like, he is obviously very close with them and calls his mom when he has a panic attack and she's a nurse. So she kind of like, you know, can help him and talk him through it. And his dad was like, and all choked up talking about like how he hates seeing him like struggling with his mental health and like having Tourette's and seeing him twitch and stuff because it just looks like painful And I just loved his family in it. And he's obviously like calls them all the time and he lived with them like for some of COVID because he's so little, he's only 27. And I wish I could write him a letter about how 26 to 28 are really bad mental health years for people with mental illness in my experience. And he's putting so much pressure on himself for like the second album and the next song and it be a hit. And I want to be like, none of it matters. Like, you'll be fine. You'll still have money. Like he was so in his head stressed about the success of his next album and writing these songs, and he's and he's like, I think I'm a horrible songwriter. I don't why any of my fans like me and listen to my music. And like, he wrote like a thousand songs for this second record, so he obviously can do it. um But anyway, love you, Lewis. He has a new single coming out Friday, um and we should all support him. You froze on my screen, so I don't know if you can hear me. Oh no. Okay, so sorry for a long ten minutes about Lewis Capaldi. Um, don't be sorry. But yeah, those were really interesting. I just hadn't been to a show in a while, and by myself, and at a new venue, so it was like nice, you know, to have a a night out on the town. On a how Monday, was the venue?
0: Monday.
1: It was very nice. Uh, it's called MGM Music Hall for those who care, on Lansdowne Street in Boston, right behind Fenway Park. It was very big, but I'd heard rumors that a lot of people had like ordered drinks there from the bar and had gotten roofied. So oh my god, I was kind of nervous about that. And I was like, I'm only going to order Bud Lights, obviously, that I can see them open, Um, you know, whether it's a can or a bottle or something. And there were a lot of signs by the bar that said, like, what to do if someone spiked your drink and how to tell. So I wonder if they put those up after, you know, these reports kept coming out that this and another new venue in Boston Roadrunner both had like multiple reports of people getting roofied and they thought it was Jeez. the bartenders doing it. So, yeah, that's fun.
0: Yeah, super fun.
1: Okay, you want to talk about Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn? Alwyn,
0: yes, Taylor Swift. I think I don't need to explain who she is. Taylor Allison Swift, um, born December thirteenth, nineteen eighty nine. She, um, it was announced this week that her and her boyfriend Joe Alwyn have broken up after six years together. Joe Alwyn is a um, actor. He's been um, not in, not in a lot of movies, but in the most recent stuff, he's been in. Did you it's, listen to
1: Jam Session? I did. Yeah, I agreed with Juliet. Be like, people don't know what he's in,
0: but he's popped in the last. Like, he was in the favorite, which was Oscar nominated. Olivia Coleman won an Oscar. Um, He was in Conversation with Friends, which was like a TV series, but it's Mm -hmm. based on a book by Sally Rooney. And Sally Rooney's books have become really popular, so he's been like hitting. I don't know why. I thought
1: normal people was just okay as a book.
0: I thought they were good books. I don't think they were like Ryan. Can we stop? Yeah. I have to use the restroom. Okay, I'll pause. Good. So I liked Sally Rooney's books. Um, <laughs> I think they're both good and they were engrossing, but um I didn't watch either of her um adaptations on Hulu. So I can't say for that. But so Taylor Swift and Joe wouldn't have broken up after six years. My only thoughts are this is going to create great music which everyone is saying and she no but that's like me i almost feel bad when people are saying that my second thing is i feel terrible for her because i feel like i was saying him. this weekend and for him i don't know what happened don't care what happened or why they broke up but it just said they broke up in six years at this age it just feels like oh like you invest all that time in it to it and in six years and yeah, and Nothing came out of it. I'm sure things came out of it. And yeah, le- seen... Lessons
1: learned is what you came out of Lessons it. learned. Yeah, I, people say that you figure out more what you want.
0: Sometimes you live and you love and that's it. And you lose it. And, and that now happens. we can make a
1: Netflix movie called They Didn't End Up Together. Ah, oh, yes. Also, um, sometimes you go to the Met Gala with Calvin Harris and then you meet somebody else. And then you dig and you find a little baby.
0: Anyway, so she and Joel Lowen have broken up. But do you,
1: you think it's, yeah, like a fish a fish? Because TMZ is, you know, reporting and everything?
0: I I don't think she would have let yes this come out if it if wasn't a wasn't fish a fish. Do they say, she, like, do we
1: think they actually broke up and they're just announcing it now,
0: you know? No, but there's all kinds of speculation that it was somewhat recent because of her change in her
1: yeah, set, um, list. set list
0: for her tour
1: so but i gotta look um, up what song she quote took away because so many of the songs allegedly are about paper string invisible
0: string
1: invisible string or paper strings i love shiny things that i met those are true she has a song called invisible string about him and then she's a song called paper rings that i believe is also about
0: him i think it's invisible string but don't quote me I,
1: i won't i will not quote you um some related question about like authenticity of stories is Us Weekly now like no longer a reputable source of information, the magazine. Because I was getting I my it's... nails done yesterday. And while they were drying, they had all these old issues of Us Weekly up there. And one of them was like, you know, th- some of them were old, obviously, but it was like Kim and Pete wedding and a baby. And then it was like Paris Hilton ha- secretly has two children with two surrogates, two babies. And I was like, that's not real. Is this like Star Magazine National
0: Enquirer level Us Weekly? No, I don't think it's gotten to that level. I think it's- um so Paris up, Hilton did have two babies? No, no. And I think that's all clickbait because in the stories, if you read Us Weekly, they're like about nothing and like- there's no sourcing and, and just like the story is no, not interesting. It's everything you already knew that's already been announced and there's no meat there. So I think the yeah. covers are just like rumor mill. And then when they get to the story, they're like, no, that's not true. Here's what we know. And it's nothing.
1: That makes me sad because I so, feel like they used to at least. Yeah. Be, it would be like legit. Yeah. Like one of the yeah, stories I was think- like Harry's on the cover. Harry's crushing on crushing on Jennifer Aniston. I'm like, this isn't real. Come on this no. weekly. I mean everyone's crushing on Jennifer Aniston but who wouldn't? I mean Janison all day. Okay so you have nothing else to say about Taylor Swift?
0: No I just feel badly for her that and for him that they've invested all that time and they're not going to end up happily ever after but maybe you know. Maybe they will. Maybe, maybe they will. Maybe, they'll maybe get they were together. on maybe, a break. Maybe this is what both or either of them wanted. They didn't want to be in full-favorite relationships for the rest of their life. All the,
1: all the TikTok theorists who think she's gay or bi are probably going to be super happy about this. It's hashtag gayler theories.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Anyway. Okay. Uh, we saw the film air this weekend
0: with our parents. We did. With our parents. How'd you feel about it? I thought it was good. It was fine. I know all the critics are saying it was great four stars blah blah right, I like how many stars critics... would
1: you give it? Two and a half Yeah.
0: what would you give it? Yeah, probably same. And that's not like um, a bad
1: rating, I guess right It's just not like four star level.
0: Like, will you ever
1: watch that movie again? I think maybe, Maybe. but it's not going to be, like, an uber rewatchable. And that's kind of how I like my movies. Like, did I like it so much I immediately want to go watch it again? Or am I going to watch this a million times? Also, it's not one
0: where I'm going to, like, talk to everyone about it.
1: What do you mean? Because
0: Like, if I like a movie, I'm, like, going to say, like, oh, you should go see this. Or, like, go see- watch it so we could talk about it. Or, you know- So you wouldn't recommend people go see it? I do, but it's, I'm not like, I'm not going out of my way to recommend it to people. You're not an I'm evangelist
1: not... of the film. Correct. That's what they used to say at a, the company I worked at. It's like, first you have prospects, then you have customers, then you have evangelists, which are customers who tell other people about your company, blah, 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 corporate.
0: Well, Air the movie is about when um, Michael Jordan uh, enters the NBA and he has to decide which shoe company has to decide, gun to his head. Yeah, which it's a shoe big company. deal is going to, uh, he's going to sign with that they can market him and make a shoe for him and yada, yada, yada. And it's directed by Ben Affleck and it stars Matt Damon and Viola Dasis. Ever heard of him? Ben Affleck? But it was funny. I was listening to the NPR podcast, Pop Culture Happy Hour, this morning. And one of the guys was like, it's a biopic about a shoe. What's that called? Uh, A podiopic? (laughs) And that just... Tickling me. That's good. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> a Padilla A Padilla
1: So stupid.
0: So it's just stupid. a
1: shoe until someone steps into it. Thanks, Jason Bateman. So
0: I, I think it's a good movie, and and we went to the movies. We hadn't been to the movies in a while. And we, we went to the movies. <laughs> the Angelica Go. Um. So yeah, I think people could see it, but it doesn't need to be talked about. It's so stupid. Like, happy for Michael Jordan. Whatever. it was a good movie it's interesting but
1: it's just such a weird story it's like it's just so hyper specific about nike was doing well for being a running shoe in 1984 this movie takes place but it's like they have this basketball um marketing uh section of the company and like unless they score a big uh player or a couple smaller players endorsement yeah they're gonna go under because converse and adidas were the big players
0: at the time and it's just like right like if we talking can? about Nike being an underdog is like yeah. so stupid, like, there's and well, and billions what was and billions my of line, just... I was like, This movie's
1: basically about how two white guys succeeded off the you know fame and success and talent of a black man. Woohoo! Yes, wow! Yeah,
0: Nike needed Jordan, they go hand in hand now. And yeah, and Matt so Damon stupid. plays
1: the main character, Sonny Vercaro, who was like, you know, the guy who convinced, I guess, Jordan to sign. And this is all boats. It's based on a true story, but not everything is like hundred percent accurate to what happened. Right. And I think in real life, yeah, he's like a gambler. He's like a shady character, but yet he's like the person you're rooting for in this film because it's Matt it's Matt Damon. Right. Matt Damon. So yeah. air. go so yeah, see it. We saw it. <laughs> I mean, I, it was a good movie you to see. see in the movies, I think. I had an enjoyable experience. I ate great so much day. Popcorn. I had a great day. Me too. Great day, except for Mallory Swanson, who tore her patella tendon. Well, before we saw air, it yeah, we very- were
0: watching the women's soccer game in a bar, and it uh, didn't look good for uh Mal Swanson, yeah. Thoughts and prayers, Mal, yeah, okay. Ozempi, Ozempic. So, I don't know if we've talked about it before in the podcast, we okay. So, Ozempic is the only time um, I think we mentioned it
1: is when I said I think Mindy Kaling is taking it, and that, but we didn't really go in. I don't think
0: is a drug primarily used for people with diabetes, and um, and it's now hit the Hollywood circuit and trickled down to the Bravo Liberties as a weight loss drug. And Dolores Catania of Real of New Jersey, who I love and I think the world loves at large. Like now, bad things are said about Dolores, so this is surprising. Went on uh, Watch What Happens Live, which is Andy Cohen's show, nightly show. Um you don't know watch on, what happens on, on... live. Why are you even listening to this? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um and Andy said, Oh my god, Dolores, you look great. Ozempic. And she said, Oh yeah. He said Ozempy,
1: which I thought was funny that now it's even has like a cute nickname. Yes. Ozempi? Like It's like when, you know, it's like, I don't know, instead of cocaine, you say
0: like coke or we're going skiing or snow blowing. It's like at that level, you know. And she said, yeah, I had to get on it. All the, all the housewives are doing it and, um, I was triggered by that. I think everyone we talked to daily was triggered by it, like how she's like, oh yeah, of course I'm taking this drug that is not usually for weight loss and is used for people with diabetes. And that so many people are taking it that those who have diabetes have trouble getting access to this drug. Yeah. And so she's like promoting it. And Bravo. Also the second you stop it,
1: taking it, you like gain all the weight back and potentially more. So I don't know what these people are going to do. This is not a sustainable weight loss You know,
0: so all of Hollywood and all of the housewives are taking this drug and they're preventing allegedly the
1: majority, not all of them.
0: Okay. Well, they're not hiding it. Like no one's saying no. I mean, people are Kyle Richards. I think it's being talked about openly in many circles surrounding Hollywood and Bravo that this is common practice and the women look thinner. It's a very big change. Um, but I think it's hurting the public at large and it's not helpful to, um, young women who are watching them. And did you, do you still like, are you upset with Dolores or
1: does this not really impact your relationship with her?
0: Um, it doesn't really impact my relationship with her because Dolores, every reunion she comes on and says about a new procedure she had, like she has done work on her butt. She's done work on her face. She's done work on her boobs. You know, she... It does a lot gets a lot of work done. But she's very open about it and talks about it. So has she been That's on it fine. for a while? Yeah. Jersey? She's been yeah, she's been on Jersey for a while.
1: And who, who are her uh, alliances and foes on Jersey?
0: Oh, Ryan. Oh, we can Just get Just so into so okay. I can
1: set the scene for myself, you know? Like what is her Three? relationship to Teresa
0: Judy? She grew up with Teresa in Patterson, but Patterson Thre- treat Dolores being on the show she was in it a lot like not even a friend of but like right, always like at the parties. Be at parties or whatever yeah be like very close to the Manzos very I think is still very close to Caroline Manzo and that clan used to be extremely close to Dina Manzo but things are going down and even as the show was happening last week's episode they talk about bring Dina up because Dina was a theresa's bridesmaid but then no longer Teresa's yep. bridesmaid and dolores says i'm not going to talk about dina so oh, there's so some Teresa issues hasn't got married on the show yet on the show no she hasn't okay um but dolores is very close with Teresa, but she's also close with melissa gorga and margaret joseph she's kind of like oh, so she's switzerland yeah kind of i mean she gets into fights with people and like she yeah. to dance, but she's very uh the peacemaker um, and she's got a new boyfriend this year, Paul O'Donnell from Ireland. Oh, Paul! He's, Paul's got a brogue, but he looks very wow. Jersey-esque.
1: Interesting. And they go
0: to Ireland on a a trip that's coming this week. We're going to see. But all it. the
1: girls are just her and her her man's.
0: All the girls she's been before with her man's.
1: Oh, but so that's like the Bravo Jersey trip, Ireland. Yeah, that's funny.
0: Jill, if you so, had to uh, do ultimate
1: girls' trip with your favorite person uh, in the current franchise from all the franchises who would it be go like would Dolores be your one from Jersey
0: no oh from Jersey I had to pick yeah. one from each show yeah maybe Margaret
1: she's your fave
0: no I don't know I guess, which one like you like the, the best normal. I guess you're the
1: biggest fan of no one well you have to pick one
0: in Jersey I guess Margaret or Dolores
1: okay Potomac
0: um giselle and robin
1: that's okay um new york who's even on it who's even on it
0: um but not sonia not torinda not leah not tinsley not luann not ramona give it to someone. maybe just Go. like jill zarin okay um beverly hills um probably erica jane and lisa rinna oh you're on that team huh I just um, think that'd be a fun time. Miami. <gasps> oh my goodness. I don't know. I felt. what are you saying the uh, other day? You love Marisol? I like Marisol. She, yeah, she would be a good time to go on a trip with. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess her
1: Marisol. Okay. What, who else am I forgetting? Atlanta? OC? Is that it?
0: Oh, Dubai. see, no one. Dubai. <laughs> Dubai, all of them. They're all great. You went and bring Stanberry. Uh, yeah, Stanberry. She's kind of nuts and tough, but whatever. Was she the
1: one where they had that, like, restaurant in London and had the funny name?
0: No, you're thinking of Marissa Hermer, who had Bumpkin? Yeah,
1: but then didn't they have something that was like a hot dog change or something after Bumpkin? She wanted
0: to, she wanted to make a hot dog place, but then they moved to California. Now they own restaurants in California, in L.A. With hot dogs, I'm not specifically hot dog centered. I'm sorry that you're missing out.
1: That's what I cared about. All right, Atlanta, go.
0: Um, this is supposed to be quick, rapid fire. I know. I know this is terrible I know. It's like you're um, just, you're taking because too this long. is this is hard to think. I can't. I, I this is I, that's why you can't think about it. it. You just go. I guess candy. Okay, and I think that's it, right?
1: I'm not missing any franchises? Oh, uh, uh, Salt Lake City.
0: Oh. Um, How many fucking franchises are there now? I know, there's so many. Can't say Jen Shaw because she's in prison. What, she was your Uh favorite? (laughs) No, I mean, it used to be Heather, but this season was kind of bad with her, so. But I'll say Heather. Okay, well, thanks for that boring game you created it you came up with it on the spot and yeah although carrie asked
1: before um for your mount rushmore which is different i guess yeah Yeah. that's what i thought it'd be a fun game podcast moment jeez you were you were pressuring me that's that's what i'm here to do um the next thing all of these are so short the next thing i have is ginny and georgia i made it through season one it did get better as the season went on. I felt like the last like three to four episodes, there was more like suspense, I guess. So I kind of got like a little bit more sucked in and was like, all right, I guess I'll watch one more episode before I go to
0: bed as I do my jigsaw puzzle on my kitchen counter. Um, and I've made was it. The end of, was the end of Cliffhanger and they didn't know if they were going to get renewed for season two?
1: Um, I guess it was like a little bit of a cliffhanger because spoilers, Virginia and Georgia, the first season ends with like, well, it's not really the... The daughter, Ginny, and her brother, Austin, who's younger, he's probably like seven and she's like 16, um, like leave their mom's house like in the middle of the night on like a motorcycle. And you don't know, kind of, they make it just seem like they're running away to get away from their mom, like period. So you're like, where the fuck are they going? And then the first episode of season one, it's like they went to their dad's house who lives like 30 minutes away. So it's not as like, they're not like on the run, on the lam yet. But maybe that will happen later in this season. But it made it to season two, everyone, of Ginny and Georgia. And it's. I still wouldn't recommend you watch it, Jill. I don't think you'd like it at all. Um, And, you know, her clothes that Georgia wears, some of them are pretty good. So I've been doing um, the Dana dupe in Amazon of, like, some sweaters she Mm. wears. But sometimes it doesn't pick up what you want it to pick up on the dupe thing. And I don't know how to get it back to, like... This And then the sweater they did suggest was like kind of shitty. So I might have to do more research on this orange sweater that Georgia wears on the show and that I liked And uh, on the Thanksgiving episode. I'll share it on our socials in case anyone wants to see or tell me where to buy this sweater.
0: So the dupe wasn't comparable?
1: No, it was like, yeah. It was like the same color, but not, you know, the same type of sweater at all. This is a Kind of
0: looks like a cheerleading sweater. That's probably why I like
1: it. well it looks like those ski like I have like a pillow that's like après Ski pillow and has that like V on it. Um okay. so I guess that's what I'm watching right now. I'm not really watching like many I kind of fell off on my Vanderpump rewatch. Um because it's so stupid. I just like have it off in the background. I feel right. like it's
0: so stupid.
1: And again, Gilmore it... Girls, I told you you would get way ahead of me for us
0: um vanderpump's only good if there's like a big storyline happening like what's going on now because like so i did listen just, like... to lisa vanderpump on steve-o's podcast
1: oh yeah which was recent and like, what did you learn what did i learn i learned that ken had a wine bar in england when she met him so he was already kind of in hospitality but she said he wasn't really yes. doing a great job running it he would just wanted to meet chicks and like have a place to hang out And then because they Steve-O and his like co-host were asking her, like, how hard was it to do the first restaurant that, you know, her and her husband did? And now she has so many. Um, And she's like, I don't really remember like the first. And then she's like, well, I guess Ken already had a place. And then I kind of took over when we started dating. And then. Right. um, And then she's writing a book. She's already written a cookbook, but now she's writing a book like about her life. And she said she didn't have like a, a co-writer and she really wished she had because it's like such a mess. And she's like, and it's like, so yeah, at Vanderpump's writing a book about her life. And I don't know, the, she's very like, I kind of liked her and I feel in it and I feel like she has like probably good wisdom to share with the world, but I feel like she is kind of very like, I'm so great. Listen to all the great things I do and all the great yeah. accomplishments yeah. I have. Um, I also learned that she fell off a horse in COVID times and broke like seven bones in her leg. And she said oh, she I don't remember that." in the ambulance and on the way to the hospital or like right when she got there, she already had a call from someone at like TMZ asking her to confirm. So she's like, I wasn't even in like admitted to the hospital yet. And like TMZ already knew about it somehow and like was calling me. And she talks a little bit about how like she didn't sell stories to Radar online, Stevo, And then... I'm like, oh, the, but and what you have TMZ's number on Speed Dial when they call you, you know, it's them. They don't like call you, do they? Like, you know, or it goes directly to you. Wouldn't it go to like your publicist or whatever? Publicist.
0: Sounds. What is Stevo doing? Or like, like, is he thinking, taking her seriously? And like, Stevo is the best.
1: He is a great okay. example of sobriety, and you can turn your life around. They're like friendly, I guess, and um, they've like, how you are know, they friendly? I don't know. I think they like met in an event or something. But um yeah, and they're both into, you know, animal rescue and saving dogs. So yes, I don't know if they yes. got to know each other like that way. But oh, um maybe. yeah, she said she's like I'm really not doing any press right now because of all the scandal, but like anything for steve-o and she's like well anything within reason like doing your podcast and steve-o was like that tom sandoval he's a good looking guy which we disagreed in our group text today but it was just funny that steve-o's like i can see it he's hot like and he, he's like obviously relationships are destroyed this is a bad thing but it's great television lisa you gotta say that right and she's like it is great television but when you sit at the 10-hour reunion and everyone's lives are like broken apart and we're picking apart everything it's like horrible and he knows nothing about housewives of Vanderbilt he's like so how is housewives and she's like I'm not on it anymore I haven't been on it for like (laughs) you know three or four years also I'm trying to be conscious of how fast I talk like I know I talk really fast but when I re like edit the podcast back I talk like I'm like someone's gonna come and murder me and I have to get this out before they get like like I'm like going against the clock And I think sometimes I do that if I feel like I'm talking long and I want to like pass it to you or I've been like talking about Lewis Capaldi too long. So I'm like, I'll just say this quick and then I'll get it out. But it's like crazy.
0: This is your time. This is your podcast. You can talk as much as you'd like, as slow as you'd like, as quickly as you'd like.
1: Yeah, but it's like too fast. It's making me anxious when I listen to it. Like, girl, slow the fuck down.
0: Okay, Um, Well, we could segue this into um, our next topic, which was Tom Schwartz on Watch What Happens Live. Tom Schwartz is on Vanderpump Rules. He is the other Tom to Tom Sandoval. Tom Sandoval is at the center of this big scandal, cheating scandal going on right now. And Tom Schwartz is his best friend, his business partner. They have a a bar called TomTom. Tom Schwartz is currently also getting a divorce from one of the other women on the show. And there was rumors, not what rumors. A, what a tangled it. web we weave. <laughs> uh, I, like, them. How you How they yeah. also, also, do you think they're, they're the... really
1: best friends? Yes. Or they're more just like work colleagues, you know?
0: I think they were probably closer prior to all the business dealings that have come out of Vanderpump and Vanderpump getting so popular. I think they were closer when they were, you know, Living on each other's couches and going out for modeling. But didn't they meet
1: through Katie and Kristen? Yes. Yeah. So like they weren't friends.
0: Through their ex-girlfriend's ex-wife. And so Tom Schwartz also made out with this girl, Raquel, that Tom Sandoval is now seeing and cheated on his girlfriend of nine years with. Um, He was cheating on her for seven months. Anyway, so back to the story. Tom Schwartz was on Watch What Happens Live the other night, and it was kind of interesting that he was on because I'm sure he was already booked to be on before the scandal happened because Vanderpump Rules is airing. So they get one Vanderpump Rules person each week on the night the episode has to go on Andy Cohen's show. So Tom Schwartz goes on with um, John Owen Lowe, who Ryan and I know because we were obsessed with Rob Lowe's books when they came out. And so we know a lot about John Owen and he his struggles with sobriety and his growing and they up. And I never as understood
1: why they named him John Owen one word.
0: But they but Roblo talks about it in his book. Roblo's books are great. I would recommend them. We but like but he's it, like kind of them one dude, summer. right? Roblo is of of course. Before he got sober, he was did some questionable things. And yeah, he but was like, like women underage. Uh, exactly, yeah. He was the hottest star in the whole world. In the but now I feel and, like we all just give him a free pass. Well, I think he's done the work. I think he's he's uh But you can't blame so. all your bad decisions on I was fucked up i don't think i i don't and i don't think he does well you said before he got sober he did a lot of bad things yeah, yeah. i think he's done okay good also things i will say his sober. first
1: book was good i remember reading the second one and not liking it as much so if you're gonna read yeah, the one. first story uh, stories...
0: yes anyway so his john owen lowe was on uh watch what happens live as well because he's promoting he and rob lowe's new new show on netflix called unstable it's um not reality it's a uh, uh, I, I don't know a sitcom but it's scripted and scripted. Um, and uh, John Owen is acting in it and I think he writes into two he writes for Rob Lowe show like 911 that show that is still on somehow um, on Fox anyway it was really funny because Schwartz was like it's he was off did you watch nervous. it live Jill no I've Would only you have watched, watched it if you hadn't
1: heard like people being like oh my god this interview because I still haven't watched it
0: I I would have watched it like since the scandal all popping off, but I just don't say up that late anymore to watch it live. So I watched all the clips and he is very, he's sweating. He's like very nervous. The way he's speaking is like, like, I don't want to say he was on something, but he was off. I was like, like, the
1: sweating makes it sound like he potentially was, although I'm a very sweaty and individual.
0: He, he had wrist weights on and I like missed that in the conversation. So during I like during the friends, was, thing. Like, yes i was like why does he have vibe. wrist weights on and um the girl said oh because apparently on previous episodes of watch times live he touches his face a lot and people commented that like on the internet so he was like trying not to touch his face as much oh my god he could have to everyone was, okay basically he the way he described it which andy didn't believe and i don't think the world believes is that Tom Sandoval told him that Tom Sandoval and Raquel hooked up, had a one night stand in August, and that after that one night stand hookup, it was sort of an emotional affair. And Tom Schwartz also said that he was led to believe via Tom Sandoval that Tom Sandoval and Ariana, his girlfriend of nine years, hadn't really been together, were sort of just living together as friends, kind of broken up. Tom Sandoval now did a, a podcast today on the Howie Mandel podcast, which is- What
1: up, Howie?
0: Very funny to say, but we've since learned that his daughter is a huge fan, so that's how he got into it. But Tom Sandoval's basically making it seem like he and Ariana were not together these most recently and that they were only together for the show and yada, yada, yada. But anyway, Schwartz's appearance on Watch What Happens Live was like a a, a bomb that went off in the Bravo celebrity universe. Everyone was talking about it. It was very uncomfortable. Um, John Owen Lowe is really pivoting to do- like.
1: It sounds like so- you're saying John O., and low, like, but John Owen. Low,
0: John Owen, J O N one, J O H N O W E N. That's his name. It's two first names because his parents couldn't agree in names, so they named him two first names. Yeah, John Owen. Yes, so John Owen has been like reposting and like talking about his um, his uh, appearance on this much talked about episode while promoting to- his show. Trying to get people to promote yeah, show. It's it's trying to capitalize on this attention from watching episodes. It's, it's very funny, and I hope it's doing well because it's very funny. And he I do was think like the Low interested... family
1: seems fun, and they love Agreed. dogs yes. and adopting dogs. Like I would like to hang with John Owen and, and you know chill and yeah. have some
0: food. And he is a Vanderpump fan, or at least he made it up to be. And he was like trying to follow along with Schwartz's convoluted explanation of what's going on. And he was like, "What is going on, man?" So I just wanted to say that it has been a a touchstone for Bravo fans this week, last week, and um, I'm sure we're going to learn more each week from Vanderpump and the subsequent reunion that's coming out. But do you think he was so
1: stressed because like he can only say certain things, or like because he's like, what what was Sandoval's story? Like, you know what I mean? Or is it like an NDA situation?
0: Like Bravo? I don't think it's an NDA situation. I think it's he's stressed about his friend and what he and he doesn't want to be made looked to be made to look out like a jerk too because he don't want he no probably, smoke he don't want no yeah, smoke he, pr- he probably knew about this the whole time and was covering up but if he said that the whole internet is going to go against him and he was saying like we can't crucify these people it's just a, a, a an affair a relationship like you know I, there are rumors that people want to throw beer in front of Thompson well let's not get that egregious like bro who cares like yes you're a on a television show do. But i'm saying like don't don't be like this is you know come on people calm down like just ugh.
1: also getting a beer th- like thrown off, not at you like the bottle but someone poured right. a beer on you like i think
0: he deserves that i think he deserves that yes you know no don't get violent about it but but i think tom schwartz is you know if he's trying to stay on the sandvold side of this it's not going to turn out well for him and he's right very if i was him i'd almost be that.
1: like fuck you you're making me look bad too i'm just gonna say my truth or whatever and be like if if your friend did a shitty thing you can be like i'm still friends with them but i don't agree with what they did you know what i mean you don't have to like ride or die for them heather gay but um i don't know also if it was like you obviously i'd be like i'm not saying anything like i won't even do the interview but it's like again just like your stupid friend from the stupid show
0: right it's like I hate that we're all invested in it, but I am invested in it. And, and I think this fun. Is, it is fun. Be a I mean, it's hard. I feel for
1: Ariana. Yeah, like what happened latest? Uh, I haven't caught the last few episodes of New Vanderpump since um, the pool party episode. So, what has been happening?
0: So, the episode this week, they're going, they're in Mexico for Sheena's wedding. Does Katie end up and going, or did she give her the money back for the hotel room? No, no, Katie end up ends up going but apparently today Tom Sandoval says that they hook, he and Raquel Rachel hooked yeah. up at China's wedding in Mexico. So this is when the uh, the affair is going to be on also, so yeah, like, on TV, but when people are going to be looking for Easter eggs like
1: Well cuz in the mid-season trailer when after all this broke there's a clip of Tom Sandoval at the wedding making out with a girl in a bed and you can't see who it is cuz she has like a face mask on for like sleeping. Is it called a face mask? A sleep mask? I don't know what you call that thing, but um, I guess you, a sleep mask. You put it over your eyes so it's dark so you go to sleep, and everyone's like, "Is that Ariana? or Is that Raquel?" And we were all like, "It's gotta be Ariana." He's like at the wedding venue for Sheena, but maybe it is Raquel. But I don't know. I don't think they would have caught that
0: on camera. No, I yeah. What an idiot! How old is he? Like in his forties? Like in their forties? Like they're again? If you 40s. don't want to be
1: with Ariana, that's fine. But like, but you're gonna throw away all your shit because of this, like
0: because you're in love with
1: her like come on now i hope they stay together and they end up happy and that's the great love of your life because otherwise what the fuck you do all this for dude just break she's up with not. your girlfriend she's and then only... go date someone
0: she's not gonna stay with him she's just you know trying to be on tv yeah. anyway sorry to everyone who's not as invested in that as we are but it's pivotal jill
1: what would you think about if we were started recording ads on the podcast?
0: for fun no for
1: money oh if someone's paying me yeah maybe like the first one would just be for the app spotify for podcasters that we use to record this and it says we'd get 14 dollars per impression but i think like every a thousand impression or like ten dollars but again it's a revenue per millie is the amount of money you'll earn for every thousand plays of your podcast so it'd take a while for us to get two thousand plays but fourteen dollars every a thousand is nice if you have like a hundred and forty thousand plays uh yeah. yeah so there might be an ad in this in this episode we'll see okay if i want to record it later while i watch the next u.s women's soccer game um quick question that came from a longtime listener and good friend of the pod uh jennifer She wanted to know why a Morgan Wallen is so popular. And yeah, what did he, she wanted to be reminded of what he did because she thought he was canceled. Um, And Morgan Wallen is a country singer. I only knew about him because he was on SNL. And I remember like last season or 2021, I remember being like, who the hell is this? Like I saw the name on like the Instagram post and I was like, who is this? And then he sang his songs and he had a mullet and I was like, whatever. And then like right after that, he was, I believe in Nashville, like drunkenly coming home from a bar with friends and someone recorded him on his phone and he was like, you know, hanging with his friends and they were like, I think being loud, but not like yelling or shouting or fighting or anything. And he said the N word and it got out and everyone was like mad and upset for well, most people. And that was his quote unquote when he got canceled. And then there was even a joke on SNL the next week in Weekend Update where I think Colin Jones was like the last person to say that, n-word that was on Weekend Update was me because they always joke <laughs> that he's racist and Che makes him say racist jokes. So it was, it was funny. Um, but yeah, he is, I think, like weirdly popular, like his music. Like I feel like a lot of young people that I know or follow on Instagram or TikTok like listen to his music and I... um my car right now is set to 1017 The Bull so like when I turn it on that's what's on just but then I immediately go on Spotify like never listen to the radio but I'll get like five mm-hmm. seconds of a song while my phone connects and there was a song the other day on The Bull and I was like oh that's a kind of a good song and it was Morgan Wallen and I was like well I'm not going to download this and listen to it because it's fucking Morgan Wallen but I do feel like you know he put a new album out recently and he's just like everywhere and I think a lot of the songs are like love country songs like ballads so I guess people maybe just like relate to them but Yeah, he seems like incredibly popular amongst people who like country music or, you know, so it's
0: kind of wild. Yeah, I don't. So, Jen, I I don't know why he's so
1: popular after being canceled, but like, I think people like the music is the answer, but I don't know. Like people still posting like, oh, I was listening to Chris Brown while I worked out today. I'm like, stop it. (laughs) All right, the last thing I want to ask you before we get into our topics is I listen every week to the Drama Queens podcast where the three lead women from One Tree Hill recap, you know, old episodes. And right now they're at the end of season four when the kids graduate from high school. In an episode, they show an honor wall in the hallway. And it's like, you know, a big board with like cardboard on it with like accolades the students have. So it's like Nathan Scott, they won the championship basketball game and he's the MVP. This kid won the science fair. Brooke Davis did a fashion line in high school. And then on the podcast, the girls were talking about, you know, having those boards in school and like what was decorated on them. It's like, did you have pictures from the science fair or did you have people from sports or like if you did art in art class, did they like pin it to the walls? And I was thinking about our high school and I was like, do we just have fucking nothing on our walls? Because I I feel like it's like kind of like a bulletin board status, like a really big board like that. I was like, and like we are nah. good at sports and stuff. Like, did we not have any of those art? maybe in the main office? No, I was trying, I was wondering if you could remember if we had any, I feel like there was a bulletin board outside of, in the main building. The only thing, when you go down the stairs from the front and then you go through that first door and right to the right, there's that random like little tiny classroom. And then there's all those like seats in the lounge. I was like, I feel like there were
0: bulletin boards over there. But never like talking about what students did. The only thing I could think of is in the senior lounge in the vc there was like a divider that was like kind of like a corkboard but not and people yeah. would just put things up there like not like accolades not but school like, sanctioned well, either not school sanctioned It'd be like, no, like we just drew like a picture
1: during study and yeah you pin it there if you right, i don't know exactly. i don't think i ever did but
0: right like we would put our prom dresses up there and be like don't buy this dress like, oh i forgot you know, like about just, that you guys were so
1: nuts with that i remember being like you got you're so dramatic <laughs> i just bought my-, bought my
0: dress anyway so which on um, the brown dress? Senior prom or junior yeah, prom? Se- prom? Yeah, senior prom. Do you still like um, that but... dress? You little Staten Island
1: princess? <laughs> it's fine. Um, but um, I but yes, if we I don't did think, no. good in sports, though, was there any sort of, like, announcement or school announcements or pride? Like, did they just not care if we did anything no, good? No,
0: they just didn't care. No, nobody They cared, cared
1: about our college acceptance rate, I'm sure, to get yeah. other girls to come and be like we had girls get into columbia and you know i mean there might have been an
0: announcement like big game this weekend but no to nothing.
1: be fair our principal did come to a lot of our games yes, and yes. watch them he was he invested. used to say it's yes. yes.
0: get nasty get nasty girls
1: at soccer <laughs> i don't remember that i think that's what he used to say yeah he was a weird anyway weird guy but anyway yeah i was like did our high school not have fucking anything on the walls and i was like maybe they hung up art in the art classroom but that was like in a tiny ass yeah. room in this old ass building so it's like no one that was see a it.
0: huge room but if, um in a building far from the main building
1: yeah and also you didn't really take art till you were like a sophomore i think if our school wasn't really <laughs> emphasizing the arts anyway so I thought that was funny um do you have a new york post for me miss
0: I do, and it's specially geared for Ryan. Oh Brown. no! Oh no!
1: What was happening, April eleventh, twenty thirteen? Uh, April
0: eleventh, twenty thirteen. There's a picture of your boy, Anthony Anthony Weiner. <laughs> yep, my and boy. A, a little picture of one of his leak photos. It's not explicit, but it shows his chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember this. And the bottom of the headline says, "Anthony, erect me, Mister Mayor." Okay, And it's a disgraced former rep Anthony Weiner, who resigned from Congress after sexting suggestive photos of himself far left. A picture of his chest says he might run for mayor because it's now or maybe never for me. So the top of the page says City Hall bombshell. Now you're going to guess what the headline is.
1: I know this isn't right, but is it just like Rico danger? No. Because that was the name he used when he'd catfished people, I guess, whatever the fuck he was doing. Text them.
0: Yeah. I I don't remember what the name was. I think it was. The headline is Wiener's second coming.
1: Ew.
0: Even I'm not that gross. (laughs) And I love a cum joke. I like erect me, Mr. Mayor. That's pretty funny. That's gross. Oh Anthony Wiener.
1: I remember the first few like Wiener um. What do you want to call them? Discretions? You could kind of be like, all right, he's kind of fucked up, but we could still support him. And remember, we w- we saw the documentary movie in the movies, I think, in Davis yes. Square, I want to say, or Brookline, one of those like older theaters. Pendle. So I don't know if we gave him that money or whoever made the documentary. But then no, after that, the so much other worse
0: stuff came Yeah, he's out. the reason why and we you, had like, four years of a bad president because of his damn computer. But anyway.
1: It was because of him. Well, it was, was it? Didn't his yeah. wife work with
0: Hillary? Wife I wife? know, but beca- because they they seized his computer because of the sexting and they found the personal Hillary email. So then all the emails, all she That's, has all the it's emails. It's Anthony Weiner's
1: fault that Donald Trump was the president for four years. It's the oh, people he, of this he, nation. Which he is <laughs> one hope. of. Yeah. Oh, Weiner. Because, yeah, I used to try, and then I'm like, nah, you've done too many shitty things. Like, you're out, Weens. Yeah, I was He's the first person to guy. ever ask for his autograph, allegedly. That's a fun fact, <laughs> but Please he told tell people that rant. I was 16. It was before any of this information came out. I just thought it was funny that his last name was Weiner and he was a Democrat. There you go. All right, Joe, my there superlative question for you this week is with my boy Lewis in mind. What, what was the best concert or your favorite that you ever went to? And you can't, you have to pick a specific one. You can't just be like, anytime I've
0: seen Hanson, like, I need a specific one. I mean, I, they, I've, I've been to so many, we've been to so many great shows. Yeah. Um, um, Some nights I stay up. I know. I was going to say a fun one. Fun F-U-N period we've seen them a bunch but i can't remember what specifically one we there was one outside we went the three of us well we saw bleachers myself and my three two sisters.
1: outside if that's what you're thinking
0: of that was fun at the common because that was unexpected that we were going to have fun and we um, went to i do your... i we went to the mfa earlier that day and saw return to oz i think and then
1: i think we went to whiskey's yes. shout out rip and then we went to this free yeah common show uh, that like a radio uh, station be... was putting on
0: to be young and childless and COVID-free. Yeah, was young and tenor. unencumbered.
1: I still am. <laughs> I go to um, concerts on like-
0: Monday. <laughs> I do remember our first and sync concert when we oh. drove to Albany with the Glens and we stayed in hotel was rooms. Was it the Glens? Yep. And we were in the very last row, we were up against the wall. Did I go? But yeah. And there was a pool at the hotel. So we like swam in the pool and then um, we went to the show and that was a lot of fun. Uh, we've been to many a um, Arthur Ashe Day at uh, the U.S. I Open. I think I only okay. went once or twice. Oh, I feel like we went a, a couple of times. And Aunt McGrath, shout out many times, has gotten us limos Go for last name. concerts. Sorry, she was big into
1: the NSYNC. Uh, she enjoyed seeing them as well, so she was always down to get a NSYNC tickets. And Hanson,
0: and Hanson, and, and our and mother if you cried was really crazy.
1: hard on the way to school about going to see Cartel even then she said no you have to go to school but you're like aaron's mom is letting her go and you'd cry she'd eventually stop on clove road and say fine get out and you'd immediately stop crying and say thanks mom and then run home and you wouldn't have to go to school and you could go to manhattan and see cartel instead
0: um i did see Hanson in the day i was jumped that was a memorable yeah. concert but that wasn't meet and they greet. wasn't that just like an acoustic radio thing it wasn't like full show It was the um, shout it out album came out. It was the release day, so you got to not shout it out. It was
1: way earlier than that. Underneath,
0: yeah. Underneath, yeah. Underneath. Apologies. All right, so pick one though, or two. Uh, I can't. Those are good mentions. You pick yours. All right, I have two, one of which is controversial. No, 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 pick one. Pick
1: one. You couldn't even pick one or two. You just said like twelve things. Sometimes superlatives work. Bitch, and if I had to pick one, I would number one. Blink 182 in the pouring rain, Hershey, Pennsylvania, with Carrie, and it was opening for Blink was Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco. So it was like my three Mm. favorite bands at the time. I think it was when like a Blink had gotten together after a breakup. Yes, it was. They had broken up, and then Travis got in the horrible plane crash my freshman year of college. Mm. And then they said they were going to, you know, get back together. So this was like reunion tour. The only thing that sucked was I bought the tickets and then it missed in midst of it, panic at the disco, like split into two. And one of my favorite members went to another band. So he wasn't going to be there. So I was sad about that, but it was what pouring did rain. You go to? the young veins. He started a new band. Didn't go anywhere. Saw so as Ryan Ross, but yeah, it was just like pouring rain. So much fun. Three of my favorite bands. And then we stayed in Hershey, Pennsylvania at a red roof Inn in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And, you know, we put beers in the, tub and it was just like the best and i was 19 so it was like peak you know life and my other will be controversial but it was kanye west at revel hotel in atlantic city short-lived and he basically did the whole set he did at coachella that one year where he was like on the i don't know if we call it a crane He was basically like on this like thing that like went up over the crowd but it was like peak me being into kanye i think it was also like 20 and um Every song he played was like my favorite Kanye songs. So it was just like such a good show and so many of my favorite songs. And when Caitlin and I saw him at the Garden multiple times, he was really good. So I know he's a controversial figure, but he put on a very good show in those days and some of the, you know, best concerting. And I've been to many that I've experienced. And obviously, like, I love the main and cartel and blah, blah, but I'm not going to shout out all these concerts like you. So those are my two top.
0: I oh, thought you remember? were going to say the Beyonce concert uh, when uh, you. When Caitlin... I blacked
1: out my whole life and did the single ladies dance and don't remember it. No, it wasn't the best. because I don't even remember. <laughs> I'm joking. No. And even when we saw her in Jay-Z, we thought Jay-Z was better. Saw us yeah, No, you weren't there. Just me and Caitlin. Oh, I thought you were at the stadium. Oh, never. Okay. um, Your Kevin Bacon is Ben Affleck.
0: Oh, oh God! We could do this a lot of ways,
1: and also I feel like we've been skirting around it because you know we had Gwyneth last week. And...
0: Yeah. Um, well,
1: I wonder I if just they. Been... One... I'm always like, what if they were in a movie
0: together? Right. I just had one immediately in my head, but it just went away. Um, it was through Leo for departed Matt Damon. Hmm. What? If... Well, how did I connect? It was just in my head.
1: Oh, this one's interesting. I'm looking at the Oracle of Bacon. Hmm. Uh, oh, some of
0: these are funny. There's quite a few. Also, Ben and Armageddon. There's a lot of people in that. Yeah. Um. What a sad movie. I mean, you could do, um. Netflix this is too long I know there's an easier way but David just Harbour's just in Black Mass I
1: definitely have to watch it and so yes. is Kevin Bacon
0: oh I forgot Kevin Bacon's in Black Mass oh my right. god I'm watching Black
1: Mass immediately I've been just being like should
0: I watch it I feel like
1: people are like I like like Jesse Plemons are in it Bacon and David Harbour so I mean the fuck up I forgot
0: Bacon's in it anyway oh my this god. is
1: Kevin Bacon sent a video into the Ru- RuPaul Drag Race reunion show by the way really because they did a musical <laughs> called wig loose this year every year they do like a (laughs) musical episode and it was basically like a play on footloose but it's they moved to a town where drag is banned and outlawed much like the current times and it was called wig loose um you know she can't have your wig and this girl lucy played heaven bacon the main character and he sent her a video um on twitter
0: bacon's the best anyway there's a way easier way to do this but um uh, ben Affleck was in Armageddon with Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was in The Whole Nine Yards with Michael Clarke Duncan. Michael Clarke Duncan was in The Green Mile with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was in Apollo 13 with Kevin Bacon.
1: Whoa. Yeah,
0: that was many. But
1: many. the first, this one I have up right now. Ben Affleck was in Suicide Squad with David Harbour, who was in Black Mass with Kevin Bacon. This isn't a good one, but there were. Oh, Ben Affleck was in Triple Frontier with Garrett Hedlund, who was in Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon. Didn't know that. There was one that was, like, uh, rain- Ben Affleck was in Reindeer Games, I think, with, like, Gary Sinise, who was in something with Bacon. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck was in Armageddon with Googie Gress, who was in Apollo 13 with Kevin Bacon. Let me find I some that, other I guess. He was in Zack Snyder's Justice League with Kevin Costner, who was in JFK with Kevin Bacon.
0: He yeah. was in Reindeer Games
1: with Gary Sinise, who was in Apollo 13 with Kevin Bacon. Okay. um, There were a bunch of other good ones, but, yeah. Ben. Been in quite a few films. He was in Smoking Aces with Joel Edgerton who was in Black Mass.
0: Yeah, totally forgot Bacon was in Black Mass. That's
1: the thing. I need to go to Bacon's IMDb and learn more movies he was in besides Footloose. Crazy Crazy, stupid Stupid Love. Is it All the President's Men? Or no? God, this baby's always interrupting us. Ben Affleck was in School Ties with Brendan Fraser who was in The Air I Breathe with Kevin Bacon. He was in Geely with David Pressman who was in he parodies with kevin bacon he was in smoke and aces with peter berg who was in patriots day with kevin bacon blah 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 on and on he was in justice league with billy crudup who's in sleepers with kevin bacon he was in argo with richard kind who was in clean Queen, queen's logic with kevin bacon wow ben affleck kevin bacon both been in so many movies with so many people and yeah ben affleck yeah. could
0: probably at this point be a six degrees
1: yeah what was hollywood land
0: Oh my God! Ben that.
1: Affleck was in Hollywoodland with Bob Hoskins, who was in Balto with Kevin Bacon. Shout <laughs> out to Balto! I just need to learn the cast of Balto, and then I'm good. Hollywoodland, 2006. Adrian Brody. Who's this? Did, did Ben Diane direct Lane. That? No. no, I think the first thing he directed was Gone Baby Gone. Now Al- it- Alan Coulter? Colter. When Hollywood superstar George Reeves dies in his home, private detective Louis Simo is hired to investigate his death and gets caught in a web of lies involving a big studio executive's wife. God, that's long. Also, I have this up because I Googled it while we were talking last week. You and me together always is from Oliver and Company, not from Aristocats. Okay, apologies. Cool. Dare I say this is our worst episode in (laughs) yet? It might be. Yeah. Um, but thank you, Jill. I have to charge my laptop and I have a meeting in 15 minutes.
0: Thank you for another exciting week.
1: No problem. See you then.
0: See you then.